welcome again to another session of Love Unlimited with Helen. I have been away for a month. I got some unexpected events in my life and I was slightly sidetracked. But I'm back and I'm grateful to be healthy and alive. It's always a gift to be healthy and alive and more than that, in peace. With that said, I would like us to look at what we're going to cover this month of November. We're going to look at challenges that marriages face. These are challenges that most people overlook at the time of dating. And this week, we are focusing on the most common reason or excuse I get after couples have separated that we were practically incompatible. So what do they mean by the fact or by the word incompatible? What do we mean that couples are incompatible? Why do people become incompatible when at the beginning they planned, they dated, and they even decided to get married, but halfway or somewhere down the line, they decide they are not compatible and then they go their separate ways. So let's look at what exactly couples mean when they say they are incompatible and how to avoid that regret that comes after separation or divorce. So what incompatibility means in short is that these people don't share the same values, the same preferences, or don't even have the ability to share a common ground with respect to important things in their lives. That means, in other words, that if spouse, if a husband says A, the wife says Z. If the husband says B, that wife says R. So there are there is always a reason to have conflict and they find it very hard to come back together and to discuss these differences or to find middle ground. So let's look at some of the elements or some of the factors that may cause you to be incompatible. Like really to really stress on before I go to the things that can cause you to be incompatible is that on dating, when you are dating, before you even say I do, there are always, and I repeat, there are always telltale signs of incompatibility. You see them, but because you're so much infatuated or swept off your feet or so in love, you do not recognize those signs. They, the couples rarely, and I'm saying rarely, change their preferences after marriage. Note, I am not saying they do not exist. Yes, they do exist. There are some hypocritical couples or men and women who change their personality, lie, hide their real, real personality until they get their bait, and I'll put in quotes, their bait of a spouse in their arms, and then they change to be who they really are. Those are monsters and they do exist. I'm not going to say they don't. I know a few cases that have come up. Yes, they do. Other than that, which is like less than 1%, most of us just ignore the signs. Number one, what is the most incompatible part of a relationship? One, goal setting. Goal setting, 
when you decide what you want to do when you get married versus what really happens on the ground. I know of a, of a couple that wanted to have four children. I wanted to have four children myself. And before marriage, they talked about children. They planned about children. They even ended up buying a house before they even married with extra bedrooms for their children. But after marriage, one of the spouses decides instead of having children, they will have pets. The other spouse asks, why don't we have children of our own instead of just buying pets? We need children and we are growing older. The other spouse says, I changed my mind. I don't want children, but instead I will have pets as company. So that brings issues that are conflicting. And at some point, one of the spouses had to go for backup, legal backup to find out what are the chances that he or she can sue that spouse for having denied or lied about their children preference when they were married. Well, to cut a long story short, they separated because children were a very important tenet in their relationship for one spouse more than the other. So they separated and divorced because one wanted children, the other one did not want. The second part where incompatibility comes in is financial integrity. One person may be very, very prudent when it comes to expenditure and planning and budgeting, while the other one decides to become the spending machine, the guzzler. The one puts in money in the bank, the other one drains their accounts. Those people cannot work together because when you plan for financial future of your family, that includes things like life insurance, house, mortgage, car loans, property acquisition, shares, futures, whatever you're buying, you need to plan as a couple. And when one of you decides that those things are not important to him or her, as opposed to living large at the moment, there's a high chance that one will feel used while the other one feels entitled. And what that brings in the, on the table is conflict. And chances are very high that those relationships do break in the end. The third part where people get very incompatible is gambling. Some people believe that gambling is a sin or it's illegal or it's a bad habit, while another one thinks that it's their right to do what they want with their finances. So when they get to that, some people actually do become addicted to gambling such that they even put their property, their hard-earned money and wealth on the line because they have become addicted to gambling. Gambling has broken many marriages that I know of. And unfortunately, I don't know even one rehabilitation center where someone who is addicted to gambling can go for help. Now with that, when your spouse is a gambler and ends up pawning your property, your wealth, your life savings for gambling, of, of course, that will break the relationship. The next reason for incompatibility is sexual. There are people who are very conservative when it comes to sexual acts or sexual relationship, while others are quite liberal. 
others want to just maintain the traditional old style of romance and sexual advance advances and even the act itself while others would like to experiment more they want to try with more partners they want to try new styles they want to try new gadgets or worse still they even go ahead and even try pairing up with other people if both of you don't agree as to how your sexual life will lead definitely infidelity will pop in and with the infidelity, obviously, one feels used while the other one feels neglected. And at the end of it, marriages do break. Those are the main or reasons that I've come to notice that marriages break up for those reasons. And when you look at them, it's not that they are they are unsolvable. They're not insurmountable. These are reasons that when you sit down and focus on them before you get married, before you get married, that's what I'm insisting on here. You are likely to come to a common ground or to part ways earlier so that you can solve, you can avoid regret. There's one last one that I have talked about just in form of gambling addiction. Drug addiction can also cause marriages to break. But that is not really a form of incompatibility. I often look at drug addiction as an illness, just like depression, just like any other health challenges. So for me, when someone tells me they were incompatible because the spouse was into drugs, I actually think that to be very unfair because the spouse is going through an illness and that's when they need the spouse more. And that's my view. You are entitled to your own and I feel we see things differently. With that, we come to the end of our talk today about challenges that marriages face and how to deal with them. Talk about incompatible issues before you get married and if it's possible and you realize as soon as you get married that there is a problem it is important to bring it to the table sooner than later don't see it and ignore it because a little evil ends up being the monster in the house much later so talk about all those things you're not happy about, things you don't approve, things that are totally against your faith or your personality, things that you can't persevere against. This podcast is sponsored by Takes Two to Tangle, How to Enjoy Lifelong Marriage. It's a book on how to journey happily in the relationships. And you can get a copy on www.guruhelen.com. Or you can also get a copy on Amazon.com or Amazon.ca. Get yourself a copy and find a few clues that you may or may not know about your marriage. And until next week, when we talk another hurdle that couples need to face as they grow in their marriage relationship, this is Helen signing out. Peace and love to you all.